News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. I'm Dave Coker. And I'm Leonard Young. And we both want to thank you for tuning in again. Um, I'm Dave Coker of Dave Mark Inc. And I am a promoter and event planner. And I have my partner Leonard Young with us. And hey, guy, what's going on? Good, good. Not, nothing much. How, how was your weekend? Uh, made it through. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all that matters. Lord know? have mercy. There we go. There we go. That's, you know, that's the important thing that we make it through. Yeah, definitely. And, um, I, I made it through and I, I can't so, Okay. You know, yeah, I mean, how about so, yourself? You do anything exciting? Nah, um, <clears throat> you know, actually my, my son has swim meets just about all weekend. So we were in, uh, Seaford, Delaware. Okay. You bring home any gold medals or anything? Um, he did not bring home gold, but he, he did good. He did you know? good. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, one, one of the things that makes, makes a, a father feel proud. Okay. Well, you know, considering that we have a, uh, you know, a near Olympic swimmer that I'm talking to right now, you know, he, you know, this, this dude was efficient in the water, you know, himself. So, yeah. I know. mean, I, I was all right. You know, you were all right. Okay. You know, won, won a couple gold medals, set a couple of records. You I was know. Say, he, he was being a little <laughs> I knew that was coming sooner yeah. or later, you know. So, but that, you know, that, hey, what can you say? You know, uh, when you sit with celebrities you, and you talk with celebrities, then you're nearby a celebrity. And that's how I feel at the moment. I'm nearby a celebrity, you know. So this guy, this guy, um, now he's teaching his son to come up and be a fish like him, and, <laughs> you know. So, you know, next, we might have our next Olympic uh, swimmer coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, you you, you never know. You never know. Well, I, and just real quick, <clears throat> um, when I came up swimming, there were really no black people swimming. Okay. And you know, it, it's just, it's such a great feeling now that when I go to his swim meets. Probably at least 40% of the people there are of color, you know, Indian, Asian, or, you know, African American. So, you know, good, good to see too. Well, it's, it's good that we're, we're making uh, trends. I mean, you know, when we, when we look at everything, there was a lot of sports that, um, that we were not included in as we, um, you know, were coming up, especially what our parents or grandparents are coming up. They could tell you there were just certain sports that you were not going to be able to play or participate in. Yeah. Um, uh, and I want to just mention that one of our pioneers of one of those sports that passed away recently, um, Lee Elder. Oh, yeah, uh, golfer. Golfer. And, uh, you know, since you brought that up, I just wanted to pay homage to him in reference to being one of those people who, who was a trailblazer and stepped out there and um, got into a sport that we wasn't playing. I mean, you know, and he broke through the color lines and was able to do the things that were necessary to open the doors for other people. Right. And, you know, when, when that happened, one of the things I saw about him, too, was that he got a lot of death threats, yes, you know, go, going to some of the different country yes, clubs. So not only was he a pioneer, but, you know, he was a man of courage. And he was fooling around down there in the south, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right, where right, he wasn't supposed right. to be. Because, I mean, Augusta was notorious for not letting us in. Right. And that was the first one that he got into, you know, and, you know, they didn't want him there. They really didn't want him there. But, you know, he like a lot of the pioneers and trailblazers like Jackie Robinson and some of the others, he was he was able to open the door up for people to be able to come there and play. And, you know, so now, even though we don't have a, a still a big representation in in um, pro golf mm-hmm. as we should there are people coming. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I almost feel like 
sometimes it only takes one person to kind of change everybody's um, opinion. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think even though Tiger Woods, I, I think I heard he's about to retire. Yeah. But, you know, even though he retired, he was so great at what he does that even though even if he's not uh, actively in the game, people are still respecting people of color. Just be well, maybe not respecting people of color is not, uh, and, you know, um, anything that's it's a lot more normal than it is now, you know, and just kind of like uh, tennis, Venus and Serena, yeah. you know, so like now when you see little black girls playing tennis. It's not like you can reference them to greatness like you can. Right. And there's quite a few black young oh, yeah, ladies yeah, on, the, on the pro tennis circuit right now. So, but, you know, going back to Lee Elder and the Tiger Wood reference that you just made, Tiger's father was a big fan of Lee Elder. Ah, and okay. that's the reason that he got Tiger, Tiger involved in golf because Lee Elder was one of his idols and it was somebody that he looked up to. So there you go. You know, um, when you have that type of when you have that type of reference to go to and be able to see that, that's um, why you get people like Venus and Serena and some of the other people that we've had, like a Tiger and so forth, to be able to to um, smash those color lines. Mm-hmm. Not just not just walk through the door, but they're smashed. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and actually, and, I mean, it's, it's probably disputed whether he's one of the greatest golfers you know in the game well it's not really a dispute (laughs) (laughs) i mean look you know they got jack jack nicholas won more golf Mm -hmm. majors but nobody dominated for that period of time like tiger did them you know and then just think about the galleries and the people that used to follow him yeah you know when he won that last when he won that last tournament it was crazy it was bananas i watched that it was it was bananas just watching how those people were reacting out there you know so nobody had that kind of crowd yeah but anyway so we i just wanted to make sure i mentioned that since we were talking about the swimming and everything and pioneers and you know, being having the opportunity to be in sports that we normally would never be in. I wanted to make sure we paid homage to um, Lee Elder since he just passed away. So. Yeah. But let's go to our next story. Our yeah. First so story. yep. So Dave, um, you know, the first story I was going to talk about. So I'm not sure if you heard. And uh, you know, actually, when I heard it, I, I almost thought I was like, hold on, I got I got to see what this looks like because <laughs> this doesn't even sound make sense. But there was a um, an actress who is from Ghana, and I'm not going to pronounce her name, but it's Akuapim Polo. And she is kind of under fire right now because she had a, um, a photo shoot for her son's, I believe, seventh birthday. Right. And in the photo shoot, she posed nude with with her son, who was just wearing underwear. And. You know, I think what makes it so bad on top of that, she published it on social media. So, of course, you know, she got a lot of backlash and, you know, there, there was a lot of difference of opinion. Some people think it's artistic. Some of them think he is just too damn old. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's crazy. So, you know, for any of our listeners, if you're listening, you got to make sure you Google this story. And, you know, like when I saw the picture, like it, it, it just didn't look right. You know, her her son is is. He's Bas- not a little guy. No, he's not. He's I mean, not a yeah, guy. I mean, he's basically too damn grown to be taking. I'm sorry. She is wrong. He is too damn grown for her to be taking that picture yeah. with him. Right. 
And 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 a lot of people weighed in. I, was, I know I saw that Cardi B weighed in mm-hmm. on this. And what was her comment about that? Yeah, so I mean, her comment was basically saying, um, which okay. So the the part I I left off is that she is looks like she's gonna be getting. Um, in fact, I, I forget how long in jail. I think it was like ninety days in jail. Right. Okay. So you know, Cardi B weighed in saying that she thought the the sentencing was too harsh, and that she's seen a lot of Americans do photo shoots like that. I'm I'm not sure where she's looking because I I ain't never seen none of those. Well. I think I kind of know where she's coming from because I have, but maybe not with a child that old. I've seen some with three and four year olds. Yeah, you know, with, with you babies know? and infants. Yeah, yeah, and I and I get where she's coming from, but you know, when you look at that kid and you look at and you look at the size of the kid and and you look at you know, and and I have to say, and I'm you know, because when you guys go to Google this and if. You know, any of you guys want to make a comment on this as we're talking about it, just go ahead and put it in um, the chat there on um, on our um, page there. But it, when you look at the young lady, I mean, she's she's a very attractive person. Um, and, you know, and when you look at it and you're saying, OK, because she has other pictures. Did you see the other pictures? of her you know you know the way she normally dressed and stuff like that there were other pictures no, of her. I, I didn't so she's a you know she's a progressive yeah. mom you could tell she's mm-hmm. not she's not old. now now when you say progressive for for anyone who's listening who may wonder what you mean like well she's what she's 30 what's what she yeah i mean she she got to be mid-30s mid, yeah i think she was like 30 i thought i read she was like 32 or something like that but anyway she um she is yeah 32. yeah 32 yeah i thought i saw that okay and and you know so she's you know when you look at the picture she she dresses pretty modern um you know um the the the, the dress that you see with a lot of young people these days or whatever mm-hmm. and i i could tell that she probably never thought anything of this you know right. i mean you know there's other pictures where her with a son with clothes on of course and you know they seem like they're very close or whatever the case may be but then this could be a cultural thing too, because she's not from here, and um, I don't know. It's it's something that you know it's going to cause a lot of debate. I'm sure there was there's a lot of comments about it. Oh, tons of yeah, and and it's going to be it's going to be talked about. But the 90 days, what do you think about that? What do you think about the 90 days? I'm so um just just to add some clarity. So she she's not an American, right? Um, she's living in Ghana, right. so. Um, you know, we know different countries have yeah, different, different rules. rules. Yes. And we also know and even, you know, we, we know how Middle Eastern culture is towards women. Mm. Um, I'm, we're, you know, we're, we're not sure about Ghana culture towards women. But, you know, I almost feel like anybody seeing this picture in any culture kind of raises an eyebrow to it. So, you know, I think to be honest, I think 90 days is appropriate and maybe even light. Okay. So would she, do you think she should register as a sex offender? Because no. that would happen here. Yeah. No, I, I'm. If she, if there was a law, if there, if, if, if she was brought before the law saying that she did something that, because if that was a male. Yeah. And, and, and th- those were a lot of the comments yeah, right there. Yeah. If that you was know, a male. That, that was a male. Oh, yeah. No, it yeah. would. In fact, as soon as I got the post, social media be taken down immediately. 
Yeah. He'd probably be taken into custody right. immediately, and that child would be taken from him. And let me ask another question. Let me take it even deeper because we're going to, the, the subjects that we're going to be talking about to, to, tonight is going to kind of center around a lot of what we're saying now in, in, in reference to what I'm about to say. But does race come into play here? So if I, this I, person was white, let's say if it was a Kardashian doing it. In America or in Ghana? That's a good question. In in Ghana, what would you think would happen? Oh, jail. Okay. In America? If it was a white person doing this? Well, let's say. So, I mean, to be honest, I, I think it would be the same. Like, I okay. I just don't see how you get around this issue. Now, how how do you feel about it? If it was a, a white perk, let's say it was a Kardashian mm-hmm. taking a picture with, with her seven-year son, seven-year-old son. Right. What what do you think would be the uh, criticism or and or the penalty? I just think they would say that's and if it was Kim or it was or, or or Chloe or one of the other sisters, they would probably just say, oh, that's just them being them getting attention, going for attention again. And it probably would get blood brushed off because of how many people they had following them mm-hmm. and how many people support them. They love those women. Yeah, people they, love they, those they women, man. And, and and we already know how many followers. Yeah, they got, yeah, we so know. And you go, oh, they, yeah, they probably add up to yeah. near a billion, billion. all yeah. of them. I mean, you know, so so they probably can weather that storm and be able to to continue on with their lives. But if this was somebody of color, I don't think that would happen. No, no, not. I mean, no. definitely not in America. And you know, the other thing is, so like, we know this person's in Ghana. And we know they, they are, I guess, an actress slash singer, but they may not have that mass appeal, no. you know, so well, they will now. Maybe. Yeah, because maybe they did this to get to get that um, appeal. I mean, you got a person like Cardi, Cardi B commenting. Yeah. You know, and 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 Cardi B stays in contact with her. If this person has some some um, if this person has some real talent. She could be on the come up. Yeah, I mean, she could. You know, I, I definitely think this would get her a lot of fans yeah, because yeah. I think for the average person, like when I first heard it, I was like, oh, I got to see what this looked like. <laughs> and, you know, I looked for it on Instagram. I didn't see it. But, you know, of course, after I saw the picture, um, I mean, I didn't follow her because that's just not me. But um, I could definitely, you know, it's, it's almost like controversy builds appeal. And that's where we are these days. Yeah, that, that's how you get. I mean, let's let's keep it real. It was controversy that built the whole Kardashian clan, mm-hmm. you know. So you know, and and, and they, they built it all off of Kim's yeah, back right. side. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, right. definitely. Um, so you know, it's and even goes back further than that, you know, because the mother had her little you know controversy moment too. Because with, well, prior to Kim. Yeah, yeah, because they said that. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, her, supposedly had to read, uh, her, her fair, OJ. you know, supposedly, you know, allegedly, as mm-hmm. we say. Right, that, allegedly. That, so, so we just have to look at controversy. We'll put you in that position to be someone who, who people want to get to know and people want to follow. And, and you can tell if you, if you go Google this person, you're going to see that she, you know, is definitely got to be something to it that she 
I just don't see her just doing that picture out of saying, oh, this is going to be a cute picture. I just don't see that. I think it was something behind it. And I think she was trying to get noticed, and she's gotten noticed. Yeah, she definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, but that, you know, that's where we are these days. And that's, you know, and, and, you know, as the night, this seems to be the theme for tonight. Mm -hmm. So, Instagram, social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where we are. So. Gosh. Okay. So I mean, I mean, we'll we'll wish you luck and yeah, good good luck. Right. And, <laughs> I'm sure and, we're gonna see you again. <laughs> right. So you know, the, the the next tour I saw too, where I was like, um, it it almost you, you listen to the Breakfast Club. Yes, I do. Listen you know to where the uh, Charlemagne has what the Jackass of the Week, yes. the Ass of the Week. Yes. yes. So there was a guy out of um, Owings Mills, Maryland, who not only was he producing fake vaccination cards and selling them for $75. But, you know, I, I guess he figured, you know, he, his marketing wasn't on, 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 uh, on point. So he started promoting his, his fake vac- vaccination cards on social media. Right. And he even said, and I forget the quote exactly, but he's like, man, he's like, I'm going to be rich. And he actually did the math on social media where he's like, if I sell, if one vaccination card costs $75 and I'm doing 60 a day, I'm making this much money a month. And I think it might've been like $30,000 a month. So, you know, it's just funny. And, and of course, you know, I, I know your line of work and, um, you know, how, how do you feel? Well, I mean, we already know the answer about the vaccination card. I mean, that, that's just dumb, but is it that easy for people to make vaccination cards? Well, it's easy to make anything nowadays. I mean, after all, you know, you, if you get, you make a copy of it, you print it. I mean, we got these 3D printers now that can make anything. Oh, yeah. you know? So, I mean, it's, it's not that hard. I mean, I, I think we talked last week about, or I think I mentioned it about Antonio Brown that plays for, oh, um, yeah, yeah. plays for the Tampa Bay Bucks now. And how he got suspended because he he had a fake um, vaccination mm-hmm. card and he got suspended and fined because of it. It's it's a big thing right now. First of all, look, people have been making fake things yeah, for years. Right, fake, fake you know, everything. fake everything. You know, if you want a Michael Gore's bag uh, bad enough, you can go you can go somewhere and get a knockoff with, and it looks just as good as the one that that you pay a bunch of money for. So nowadays people are just looking for that edge to make money. It's a gullible, we're, we're a very gullible nation right now. That's why there's so many scams. That's why there's so many schemes to get rich right now. That's, that's why you got all the cryptocurrency and everything going on right now is because, you know, everybody's trying to make that money in a quick way. Yeah. So we're in a microwave society. Everything's about, Everything's about getting money fast. So if you take somebody who's willing to do something like that, but, and it's one thing if you do it. Another thing is if you publicize. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So almost like telling everybody you come, come get me. Yeah. It's like telling, you know, it's like saying, Hey, I just robbed a bank. If you need some money, come get some from me. I got some for you. You know, no, it's just not a smart thing to do. Um, it is a federal, a federal, it is a federal, what do you want to do? Did it stop? 
You want to start? Yeah, Good. Huh? The, the thing fell out. Alright, sorry folks, I think we heard or didn't hear, we had some technical difficulties there, um, but um, I hope you guys are still there and you stay with us or whatever the case may be, but we were talking about this story about the fake vaccination cards, I don't know how much you might have uh, missed, but talking about this this guy who wasn't, who thought he was smart, but uh, apparently wasn't smart in reference to making these cards and trying to get rich off of it, apparently. Mm-hmm. Off of, you know, right now it's, you know, the whole thing around the vac- the vaccinations and and COVID period is a real touchy subject with a lot of people. It's unfortunate that we have people that will buy something like that from a person like this in order to get around the system. Now, of course, a lot of people are losing their jobs right now because yeah, you have to be vaccinated um, to to keep working at some of these, excuse me, at some of these locations. So because of that, you have to make sure that um, you have something proving that you're vaccinated. Now, if you're going to go to a guy like this and buy something like this, shame on you. Um, you know, it is a federal offense, by the way. Yeah, you so know. I mean, part of the article is telling about he's getting uh, twenty years in prison. Yeah, so. well, and and is did it say it didn't say you know whether this was a person of color or not? Did it? Yeah, I mean, we 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 already know we already know who it was. Yeah, okay, all right. So so because of that, um, of course, that person is going to be made example of. So right. you know. I mean, it's not like you can walk around with an AR-15 gun, a rifle, and, and shoot a couple of people and wound another person and and, and get away with it. No, you know, not, you know, <laughs> you know. Not at all. <laughs> that's you know because we are not that fortunate to be able to do that. So this guy is probably going to get jail uh, jail time. And, oh yeah, definitely, definitely going to get it. But you you know like the- how much money did they say? How much money he made? Um, they they didn't say how much money they made. They said that he sold 600 vaccination cards. So so apparently it looks like he was going on a foreign website and having the cards shipped to him, probably like the blank cards shipped to him, yeah. and then he was completing the cards and selling them. So you know part of the article also talks about so he so he's dealing with people that are already on you know that have the blank cards. Yeah, um, out, out of the country, though. So, you know, I'm well, sure they It yeah, doesn't matter. They, right. They're doing it, though, yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. So I'm like, it's, you know, crazy for him. You know, another part of the article talks about he just got out of jail in April for some, some ch- uh, child porn uh, charges as well. So so he has potentially made over $45,000. Potentially, yes. Wow. That's crazy, ain't it? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I see, I, I, I see his, I see what he's looking at. I mean, that's seventy-five dollars a pop, and he sold sixteen, yeah. uh, six hundred of it. Woo. Okay. No, that, that right there buys some quick Yeah, money yeah, and but... that's cat, that's tax-free money. Okay. Yeah. You know. But you, you know, you know, the the question is, and and this is where you know when I talk about Charlemagne, you know, the ass of the week. How did he think that he was not going to get caught advertising on social media? You know, like that. Like, that's the part to me that just like, okay, you know, maybe there's something more wrong with him than just, you know, being like a criminal. Cause it's like, okay, like, 
who commits a crime and then promotes it? <laughs> yeah, I, well, I, I you know, you know yeah, face. yeah. It's first of all for him to for him to come up with this. The only way I don't even want to get into that, but I, I'm just gonna say he didn't think this through. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. He didn't think this through. And, and he didn't have anybody closest to him. No, no. No, he didn't have. Obviously, he didn't have anybody tell him don't do it. You know, so yeah, definitely. So, but yeah, let's hope he, you know, let's hope he, uh, we see him again in 20 years, you know, right. because he's going to, or, or at least 15, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, so, and by that time, he probably won't have to do that again. It'll probably be over by then, hopefully. Hopefully. But, yeah, so. Or, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what COVID is like in jail or how fast it's spreading, how well they're protected, but the stuff we hear isn't done sound the greatest either, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, he won't need that car there, so, <laughs> you know, so definitely. So, all right, well, yeah, right. Yep, so we we will see what happens. See what um, happens with yep. that. For for anyone just tuning in, this is News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. You know, we, we're, we're talking all things current events. Um, make sure you follow us. Make sure you like us. Make sure you download the pod, the pod being app. Follow us and like us on there, too. So, um, you know, the, the last story that... You know, that, you know, this week I was like, man, I just can't believe it, even though I can believe it because, you know, I, I do own some property. So I know, you know, real estate appraisal is such a, a crazy thing because, you know, every appraiser is going to appraise your house different. Right. Um, just for the backstory, there was a, a black couple in California who, you know, was interested in selling their house. They had an appraiser come and appraise their house and then appraise for an, a certain amount, which they thought was kind of low compared to the neighborhood and, you know, what the other houses were selling for. They ended up getting one of their friends or neighbors to be, so they ordered another appraisal. They had one of their friends or neighbors be present for the second appraisal. They took down anything in the house that distinguished that the family was black. So, you know, pictures, anything cultural. They put up pictures of white people, you know, anything that looked white. And when the, I guess a different appraiser came to reappraise their house and it appraised for um, $500,000 more. So, I mean, clearly this is a million dollar house. And, you know, it's just so crazy that that's happening in today's time. And, you you know, one of the things that kind of made me think of, and I won't dig deep into this, but you know how people always talk about reparations. Yep. And I'm I'm a proponent of uh, reparations. Like, you know, give us the money that you owe us. And, you know, situations like this is what makes me think about it because throughout generations, African-Americans have been getting robbed on their housing appraisal, housing sales. And, you know, this is just an example. Like, luckily, they knew better to try to get a second appraisal and switch some stuff up. But, you know, think about how many families are getting cheated by ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000, you know, in appraisal money for selling their house. You know, I mean, it's just crazy. Well, you know, the West... The West Coast was one of those areas that definitely was one of the leading areas that had people, when people moved out to the West Coast of color, 
they were getting raped um, for the fees, the housing costs and everything when they moved out there. They were paying, their interest was always much higher um, than what the people, the non-minorities um, were paying, um, paying at that time. So, and this goes back to the 40s, 50s, and the 60s, you know, and even though they were allowing people to move into those neighborhoods, they basically were, were, you know, just hitting them over the head with all these fees and, uh, and these interest charges. And a lot of the, a lot of the people would move in, but end up losing their homes because they couldn't afford <coughs> mm-hmm. to, to, uh, pay for those homes right. at the fees that they were paying. Now, if you think about it also, now I was in, um, I worked in banking for, 10 years and and credit card banking. One of the things that um, was a very familiar thing and very um, um, uh, uh, tactic that was used often was that of when they would do, send out the pre-approved letters and everything, offer letters. So when they would send those letters, those pre-approved letters that I, you know, I worked in the department, in the credit department, and I'd be sitting there and, you know, I would watch the ones that were getting approved. And then I would see the ones that were not getting approved, even though they were supposedly pre-approved, mm-hmm. you know, like the ones that were getting approved, all they had to do was just sign the thing. And so, they would so get, they, just sign it and they, they would the sign it, send it back, loan. and they would get the, they would get the credit card. Two, three, four thousand dollars, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and they would get it. But then some of the other people would sign the same type of paperwork and they would get denied or they had to have a credit check done. Mm. And then other things had to be sent in to, so that they can get the same money or the same type of card. So then I started finding, I started asking questions. Yeah, because I was about to say, what, what are they, were they judging on names? They were judging on zip codes in the area that people uh, were living in. Okay. So if you lived in Wilmington in 19802, mm-hmm. you were getting that pre-approved notice that said that you had to verify. Submit some additional yeah, information. Yeah, and you, we were going to check your credit. Mm-hmm. But if you lived in uh, 19703 or or um, let's say another affluent um, area. Nine seven one one. No, it, well, yeah, the whole casting that's one nine seven zero seven. Okay. You know, if you everybody was getting approved in one nine seven zero seven. Okay. You know, um, so there were certain. So that's when you started realizing that they can that they were definitely keeping track of those things. The analytics and all of that kind of stuff was definitely there, um, and also. Of course, if you were born in Delaware, you know, during a certain period of time, your social security number also told what color you were, too. Uh, oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So you so, got to so be of age and know a little bit. Of, that middle number uh-huh. would tell whether you were black or not. Hold on. So what, what was that range? Because I'm, I'm it curious. Was, it was even numbers. Yeah, okay. Would say, I'm, I'm black then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. And the odd numbers would say that you were white. Now, now, was that white and non-white, non-white, or was that white and black? It was it was mainly white and black because okay. yeah. because we test the majority. I, yeah. We would test it, you know. Yeah. I I would test it when I was in banking. I saw a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. so we would test it, and it was not. It was gotcha. it, it was blacks versus white. That's what it was. 
So a lot of these things were done. So this type of story doesn't surprise me. And it's good that those people had enough sense to do that because they probably were getting screwed. Yeah, I'm and especially sure. in today's housing market, because all over the country, it's red hot. It's red hot right now. So you know, and 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 if you sell a home these days, a decent home, you should be able to get you should be able to get real good money these days. Yeah, um, I mean, I probably definitely say you're asking price. So I I, I don't think it's as competitive because you you remember like uh what. Late last year, early this year, like people were overbidding. Yes. Just to get stuff. And you know, the, the other thing this, this article reminded me of is employment. And you know, like I've, I've heard the stories of when resumes come into some of these HR people, mm-hmm. they're looking at the names and if that name sounds ethnic. You know, it's, 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 it's on to the next one. The practice of a lot of or, um, uh, people from Asians or Oriental um, people of Oriental descent and also Indian descent, their practice was to change their name, I, I Americanize their names so that when they came here to the United States, a lot of them would come here for school or whatever the case may be. They were Americanized their names so that they can get proper, um, you know, be able to have proper chances at being able to get the things that they wanted to get while they were here and be able to open up their businesses or whatever they did at the, at the school. But, uh, you know, that's why, you know, when you meet, when you meet somebody like that and their name is David or something like that, yeah. they'd be like, okay, what's your real name? Right. And they exactly. definitely have another yeah. name. But, but you know, some of them get offended too. Oh yeah. But, but, you, but, but you, but, but they do admit to having another yeah, name. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, it's funny because I got a call today too. And, um, I, in my mind, I already knew what the ethnicity is. And he says, yeah, my name is Steve. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like your name is not Steve. <laughs> your name is not Steve. But yeah, I mean, you know, it, I mean, it's just crazy. But you know, like <clears throat> going back to like what I said about reparations, like, there, there's so many times and so many situations, whether it's real estate, education, um, careers, healthcare, where, you know, we're getting the short end of the stick. Sometimes we don't know it. Like, you know, it's almost like, you know, you don't know what you don't know. Like if the doctor tells you something, you know, we, we you know, we, we didn't go to med school, so we can't dispute everything. But, you know, this is just one of those things where it just kind of made me angry because when we talk about creating and maintaining generational wealth yeah you know this is how wealth is being stolen from oh yeah definitely definitely you know you talked about the healthcare and 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 even with the treatment of how people are getting treated i know i um i I had a healthcare scare um you know a few years ago and um the doctor was going to give me a certain medication and he just assumed that this was the, what he was going to give me and I had to take for this period of time. And when he said something to me, he said, well, you know, you have to give yourself a shot three times a day. <laughs> and I said, that ain't happening. I ain't going to do that because that's not how I roll, you know, like yeah. that. I said, I, I messed that up, you know, because I just wouldn't do it. And then, hold on, you wouldn't do it or you Well, I just knew it? myself. Okay, I, would, gotcha. I wouldn't do it, you know, not okay. not meaning that I, I was going to just be obstinate or anything. I just knew myself because yeah. I you know it'd be hard for me to remember to take a pill, you know. So, right. so but, but, but you didn't have a problem shooting yourself with a needle if you remember it. 
Uh, I can't say that 100% <laughs> either. You know, I mean, these people that are diabetic and they have to take insulin, I admire you when you have to, you know, dealing with the shots that you have to do every day. I, I always say I know people that are diabetic and they have to do that. And I say, well, I don't know if I can do that, you know. But, of course, if you want to live, you do certain things. But in this particular case, I was like, that's the only medicine you can give me? And they said, well, there is one other thing. They said, but he said, well, what kind of insurance? The doctor said, what kind of insurance do you have? I thought it was an eye question at the moment mm. because I was like, why would you ask me that? Because he, he wanted to know what his cuts are going to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, does it, you know, and I'm saying, okay, this has to do with his pockets or whatever. And I said, you know, and I said, well, I'm, I work for who I work for. And he just smiled. He said, oh, you got better insurance than I got. And I said, yeah. I said, you know, he said, well, yeah, well, we can go with this other medicine, <laughs> you know, and yeah, because the other medicine was higher mm-hmm. and he didn't think I, you know, he didn't think I was going to be able to afford it. Yeah. And depending but, on your insurance, but, they may not have covered that medicine. And they may not have covered it, but my insurance covered that medicine. And, but just the fact that he asked me that question right. kind of threw me for a loop for a moment because I was like, here we go, you know, because I felt that way at mm-hmm. the time. And when I said, oh, I got this. He was like, oh, you do? <laughs> okay, all right. And, of course, I was able to get the medicine that he was, and I had to do it, and it was a pill. So, uh, you know, I guess my question, what do you think there was a generic version of that medicine? Because, you know, I feel like the other thing that happens to us is there's the prescribed medicine, right. and there's, there's, and, there's a and, generic and medicine. And they don't always tell us. Both of them are pretty much similar, yeah. and if they are, Give me get the generic, the generic yeah. You know, like, yeah, like give, I, I, don't need to pay, I don't need to pay double or triple no. for the same thing. But this one was actually the name brand okay. of that medicine. But and but because I had that insurance, I was able to get it. But, you know, even with that, I wonder if he, if you didn't have the insurance, if he would have given you the same exact generic version. But, I mean, I don't know, but the fact that he didn't even, you know, it wasn't at, at first they were just going to give me that other stuff, yeah. which I knew would have been an issue for me. And it turned out, you know, he gave me the stuff that he did and that worked for me at the time. So, you know, so um, and it's, you know, that's where we are. You know, everything kind of ties together when it comes to these type of things. So for that couple is you know, I commend them for doing what they did. Of course, I know they probably got a little bit of backlash, too, because people probably thought they were being underhanded or whatever the case may be. I, 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 so I'm, I'm not They sure. didn't do anything that other folks wouldn't do. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they definitely did. And, and, you know, when I was um, – so I was just looking at the article a little more. So originally, their house praised at a million dollars, right, a little less than a million. And they said what drew their concern was – um. They they had a lot of renovations right. done. Prior to the renovations, their house was around nine hundred thousand. So they were like, "Hold up, we did all these renovations just for it to appraise a hundred thousand dollars more." So when it got reappraised, then it was just under one point five million. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we know what that was all about, mm-hmm. and and it's, it's it's a good thing that they were able to get the money that they. That they felt they they deserved. Now, mm-hmm. did they sell that? They did sell the house, right? Um, so it doesn't it, it doesn't. Or really did say, they just want to know what it was worth? Yeah. So I mean, you know, they they probably maybe they're trying to do a refi or something okay. to get more. 
But, you know, like the other thing the article says, too, which is kind of weird, is they had to push their mortgage company for a second appraisal. Like the mortgage company, you know, you know how it is. Like they, they want to stick with whatever number yeah. you give them. Yeah. And, you know, they really had to push to get that second appraisal. And that's where they brought in their white friend to kind of pose as a, the homeowners. Um, the white friend brought over pictures of his family. Put wow. them up in the house. That's so, yeah, so I'm, I'm like, you know, it's, 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 it's just crazy how that works. Well, hey, look, I ain't mad at him. Yeah, I'm, personally, I'm, I'm not. I'm too. not. You know, so, and, and it's a shame that we even have to go that route in order to get something that we should get. You know, like you said, reparations. You know, uh, what's that line in Rihanna's song? Pay me what you owe me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, so that's what, that's, that's where we should be. Definitely, definitely. All right. Well, I mean, <laughs> my hat's off to you folks. Um, you are listening to Dave and Lynn um, in News and Trends. Um, please feel free to comment and um, in our on our page if you have any questions or thoughts or concerns. We would love to hear from you. And thank you for listening so far. Uh, we're going to keep it moving. I'm going to do my little sports spot right here. Um, you know, you know, I'm a big Eagle fan, so I have to say, the good win for the Eagles this week. Um, the Eagles um, look good. Um, uh, I just have, you know, I'm happy about the win. I just have uh, a little thought or, or chat for two, as they uh, um, say. Um, the whole thing that happened this weekend, um, the Eagles quarterback, Jalen Hurt, What's hurt this week? You know, hurts what's hurt, you know, this week. And um, he had a bum ankle. The Eagles are, they play um, Sunday, and then they're on a bye for 10 days, so they don't have to play for 10 days, which is giving Hurts a chance to get healthy because they decided that they were not going to play him on Sunday. Now, Generally, for people that are athletes and people that know football and other sports, know that this is probably a good thing. They were playing a team that they should beat, the New York Jets. Um, it was a team that um, had been on a downward spiral, and it was a team that they should be able to beat on a regular basis. They didn't really need Jalen Hurts to win the game, so they played their backup, uh, Minshew, who uh, – who is the backup on the team, Garner Mishu. Um, uh, and he played. Now, he's a white quarterback. He's been with the team. This is his first season with the team. They picked him up about a, a couple months ago in a trade. And he comes in and has a great game. Matter of fact, he has such a great game. He was the number one rated quarterback <laughs> um, on Sunday. And his rating was through the roof. I mean, of course, you knew, for those of us who kind of knew the backdrop of the whole Jalen Hurts thing, because the Eagles have been playing around with him all season long and blaming him for things and, you know, so forth, you kind of knew what was going to happen when he showed up on the field, that he was going to have a great game, and he did. And the Eagles won, of course. But now we have a classic thing going on, because now – for the next 10 days, we got to hear about should they play Minshew or should they play Hurts when, when the Eagles play again and they play the Washington football team, the former Redskins, um, 
on the well their next game. So everybody's saying put men, a lot of people are saying Minshew should play because he had such a great game. Well, there's a certain group of people that are saying Jalen Hurts should play, and of course that group is here we go again, blacks and people of color who are saying Hurts should not lose his spot and he should be able to play if he's healthy enough. You know, we always seem to have this black and white thing going on. It's Well, since we've been on with this podcast, it seemed to be the whole theme of the podcast <clears throat> in some yeah. way or another, you know. So it's not, it's never going to go away. It's even in sports, it's even more apparent. We talked about, you know, how we've had to bust through doors in order to be able to play, you know. Have to be accepted. Um, you know, and here's another situation. Jalen Hurts has done everything he's been asked. He's been a model citizen on that football team. And because this boy comes out and he has a great game and he doesn't look like him, all of a sudden they're rooting for him to be the, the guy. I personally, as an Eagle fan, want the Eagles to win. Um, you know, um, hoping they have a shot to still make the playoffs, so forth. I, I, I just want to know if people just, what people think about that as far as, um, should Hurts be, lose his job because he's hurt and, and this guy comes in and has a good, a good game. Does that mean that he should lose his, his job? Well, what do you think? And I know you're not a big football fan, mm-hmm. but but I know you have an opinion on that. Yeah, I mean, because you know I'm a, I'm a natural athlete yeah, as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you you know, so like my my whole opinion is this, you know, I, I think it really depends on the sport. So like, if, if we're dealing with a sport where somebody has a personal best that is documented, mm-hmm. you know, I think it makes a difference. So like, let's say we're talking about track. Okay, if I get injured and I and I'm the leg of the relay and my best time is a twenty point zero. And somebody else comes in and they, they wow them with a, a 19.9, then I would say give it to that person because they've demonstrated that on a, you know, on an all fair, you know, on an all fair opportunity, they did a better job. Like they are actually the faster person. Mm. You know, football, you know, I always think of any given Sunday, you yeah. know, so I mean, clearly, even though Wentz was hurt, he could have come in that game and dominated too. Like we we just don't know. Um you and, and hurts, you mean? Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, hurts. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that other yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you know, my whole thing is okay. And 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 not to interrupt you, but you brought up the name Wentz. You know, there was a big quarter controversy yeah, I mean, last yeah, year. I mean, the, the only reason I brought it up because the, the article here right. had his name. Yeah, but but there was a controversy last year with him and with Hurts and Wentz mm-hmm. too. But go ahead. Yeah. Be so I mean, you know, long story short. You know, Hertz has played that role. You know, the team has prepared for him in that role. And, you know, I kind of feel like switching stuff mid-season on a, um, on a Hail Mary. Yep. It, you know, it, it just doesn't make sense. Now, devil advocate, that's not to say that, um, Minshew could come in there and dominate, win the Super Bowl and, you know, but, you know, it's just one of the things where, um, you know, one time, doesn't always prove ability and success. And I mean, like we, we all get lucky. They were supposed to beat that team yesterday. It doesn't matter what quarterback was in there. That team should have got beat regardless of who was in there. But you can't, you can't, um, have a person 
like lose their job because this guy comes in and he has the game of his life yesterday. You know, um, now, of course, we know a backup can come in and get hot at the right time and win a Super Bowl because it happened back in 2017. <laughs> right. You know, and so we know, you know, as Eagle fans, we know that it does happen. But we we just have to keep an eye on the story and pay attention to what's going on. Because even though the, the Philadelphia, I listen to WIP a lot, um, the sports station in Philadelphia. I've been listening to it for a long time. And they won't say it. Well, they allude to it a lot. And there are certain hosts on there that are black and whatever. And they'll allude to it, but they won't say it. It's always going to be a race issue, especially at the quarterback position. That position has always been a lightning rod. So, you know, I, I almost want to disagree with you on that one. So I personally don't think it's a race issue. Hmm. You know, and so here, I'll put it like this. So for, for those of you who, who didn't know, my partner here played played college football for uh, what D1 mm-hmm. D1 college football. So <clears throat> if you're if you're in the locker room, not even in the locker room. So if you're on the football team and were, were you offense defense? Offense. Okay. So if you're offense and you know you're rocking with your quarterback, you know the first half of the the season. He gets hurt. Somebody else comes in, does a great job. You know what they've done in practice, right? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I'm I'm curious how the players feel because, you know, I, I think how I would really feel is I know what people like, you know, because the game is a game. Anything can happen in the game. You know what I mean? Like that's just what it is. But who who's better in practice? Because the better quarterback I see in practice is going to be the one who I'm going to trust more in, in the game regardless if they get lucky and score 18 touchdowns or, you know, you know, they, we get shut out. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Sometimes it's not always about who's the best quarterback, um, or the best player. Um, you know, the Eagles did all they could not to play Jalen Hurts last year when Carson Wentz was there. They, they tried not to play it and it came from actually the top Matt, the, the top guy, um, Jeff Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, when they told, when he told the coach, put him in there, you know, now they had all this money invested, uh, invested in Wentz and they said Wentz has to play because that's where the money is, right? You know, um, but he wasn't, he was horrible last year and of course, once um Wentz was taken out of the game, Wentz shut down, and he never went back in another game after <laughs> that. You know, and then the next thing you know, he wanted to be out. So sometimes, and Wentz definitely has proven that he was the better of the two quarterbacks. I mean, that year that the Eagles won the Super Bowl, Wentz was having an MVP season until he got hurt. But he wasn't there at the end. Yeah. And the person who was there at the end got all the accolades because he was there. Mm-hmm. Okay. The same thing happened here. If, 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 if Hertz doesn't get back in there, the person could happen. It, yeah. it, the same thing could happen again. Got so, it. but anyway, I, I just wanted to bring that up. We're going to pay attention to that story and see how it unfolds. Fortunately, fortunately enough, we got 10 days to wait and see. How, See what all the pro, uh, propaganda is going to be about over the next 10 days. So we'll go from there. Anyway, 
wanted to lead into uh, our nesting. And as you can see, our show kind of has a little theme tonight, and we have to apologize for that in some ways. But it's, it is relevant, though. I mean, everything that we're talking about tonight um, has been relevant, and I want to get into something a little different right now. Um, right now, we have, we're in a, a, a world of influencers. Social media. Social media, okay. And I took the time, and I, I wanted to talk about this. I took the time to look up uh, the definition of what an influencer is. It says it's a person. Here's one of the, I got two definitions for you folks. One says a person with the ability to influence potential buyers or of a product or service by promoting or recommending the item on social media. We've seen that. We know that that's possible, mm-hmm. and we know that people have been able right. to do that. Basically like a salesperson. Yeah, yeah. It says influencers can add serious credibility to your brand. That's what that's the uh, overdraft to that. Then the other um, the other um, definition says one who exerts influence, a person who inspires or guides the actions of others. Um, the old theme of um, laziness and maleness runs uh, runs counters to today's influencers who are business people and upscale inspirational promoters of a go-getter way of life. Okay. That's basically where we are right now with this whole thing. And I, I said to myself as I was trying to figure out stuff that I wanted to talk about today, you know, and I said, let me just take a look at our top influencers of today. Okay. Now, according to um, the website that I looked up, these this is our top ten influencers okay. of today. All right, let, let's shoot. Let's okay, see. Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, for those who don't know, who that is he's one of the top soccer players in the world. Three hundred and seventy-three point eight million followers. Ridiculous. <laughs> Ridiculous. I can't yeah. get ten. This guy got three hundred and seventy. Three million, right? And, and we only have what two hundred and sixty million people in America. There you go. There you go. Okay. The second person on this list is also a soccer player, Leo Messi. Two hundred and eighty-seven point three million. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. He's in Argentina, by the way. Cristiano Ronaldo, I think, is in the same area. I think he's over in that area too. Um, number three. Was Selena Gomez? Uh, unbelievable, because I barely know who she is. Yeah, I, I, I know who she is. I, I know who she is. She's a singer and so forth, uh, entertainer, performer. Two hundred and seventy-seven point five million. Okay. Crazy. Then we have Kendall Jenner. Now I know everybody knows who <laughs> Kendall Jenner is. She's one of the. Uh, well, she's not actually a Kardashian, but of course, everybody mm-hmm. calls her part of the clan. Yeah, they, you know, they, they so roll with the same yeah, clip. yeah, two hundred and three million. What does she do? I don't know. Okay, she, all right, okay, but she's you know, she's but, a fastinista but type she, person. She will sell the hell out of some uh, some makeup. Yeah, there you go. Well, they all do. Yeah. Know, so, number five, right behind her, I think you've heard this name before, Kim Kardashian West. Two hundred and sixty-seven point five million. This is crazy, folks. That's the yeah. top five. Mm-hmm. Okay, number six, Ariana 
Grande. Of course, everybody knows who she is. He's a singer. Um, 280 million. Then we have a guy, uh, Virat Kohili. Um, he's a, he's a soccer player too, if I'm not mistaken. 171.7 million. Okay. Uh, no, uh, cricket. Cricket. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cricket. I'm sorry. Cricket player. Um, yeah. then number eight, Taylor Swift. Everybody knows Taylor mm-hmm. Swift. One point, I mean, 189 million. Then we have another, um, singer performer. Her name is Lisa. Um, La La Lisa. I must say, never heard of her. Yeah, I never. I don't. No, Leonard, neither Leonard nor I heard of this one. They, we, we, we too old for. Yeah, we're too old for this. She has uh, 68.7 million. Um, then we have um, Zendaya, 112.3 million. Okay. Now that's the top ten. I threw one more in because you guys might recognize her. Her name is Beyonce, and you guys might have heard of her before, I think. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I, um, Beyonce had, uh, 222 million. Okay. So Beyonce, you know, she's up there too. Um, but she's the first person of color mm-hmm. to be on this list. <clears throat> but I, I mean, if you think about it, who would be above her of color? Oh, I'm sorry. African American, because you have the Indian and the Asian girl. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, Nobody. I mean. No, I guess you're right. Yeah, but do you think she should be in the top ten? I mean, probably not. Because, you know, like like when, when, when we think about it, you know. I don't know who this Lisa person is. I know who yeah, Beyonce yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, here, here she is right now. I know, but she ain't, she ain't Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She definitely. But, but so um, for those who can't see. Um, la 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 Lisa um, appears to be Asian, so I mean, you know, those those, those okay. Asian countries yeah, have there, tons. There you of go. There you how go. many people in China and yeah. Japan and well, know, well, Southeast Asia too? Well, when you think about it, you know, when you look at these lists, and these are these people have become people like if they if they put on if they say red is my favorite color, mm-hmm. everybody go out and buy red. Everybody's going out and buy red, and, and, you know. Their influence. Yeah, you know, um, if they wear a certain shoe, or if they wear a certain coat, or if they wear certain makeup, everybody's going out and buy it. You know, um, Rihanna, who's also on that list. Rihanna, um, she's not in the top ten, but she's on the list. Rihanna has the makeup line Fenty, you know, and every she's done she's done very well. She, Rihanna hasn't had to put out any music because of her makeup line. Yeah. That's and going crazy. Lingerie and lingerie too. So, you know, so this is what people, every time, you know, people like that do something, everybody goes out and buy it. And we know, look, do we, have we ever known anything that the Kardashians done? I mean, something about besides Ray J? And black men? You talking about that? Yeah, well, we know, we, we know, know we that. know about that. But, but when you think about it though, what talent do they have? None of them sing. None. No. Yeah. Kim has done a little bit of acting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Chloe's done a little bit of acting. But. Yeah, I'm, I mean, they, they really have done. They nothing. just put their name on, on things, you know, right. you know, and, and that's what happened. So what I wanted to, to get into a little bit more, it says, um, 
I, I wanted to find out who who would you say if we really looked at influencers as a person who influences for not for the silly stuff that a lot of these people do, you know, you know, um, but like something that you would call like real, you know, influencer. Who would you say would be a real influencer? I mean, you know, it, it's kind of hard because, you know, I think the people who we would traditionally feel should be influencers just aren't. So it's kind of like, okay, like if, if we take, let's say school age kids, 18 and under, like if we thought a teacher was going to be an influencer, I mean, no disrespect, you know, half of the teachers can't control their classrooms. Right. You know, kids aren't listening to teachers outside the classroom. So, I mean, you know, the traditional people that we would think would be doctors, lawyers, mm -hmm. police, definitely not police officers. Yeah, not anymore. But, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, and it's crazy. Like, people used to be, want to be police when they yeah. grow up. Yeah. Not yeah. no more. Not now, anymore. you know, you grow up, you, you know. Yeah. And, 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 and let me say, let me say this. I know coming up during my time, and Leonard just mentioned some of teachers were, Teachers were very, very revered when I was coming up. And so there's, there's teachers now that, you know, that are, that are still living, um, and, you know, there's a, a few that have passed on that I could say truly helped to mold me in my life. But, um, when I look at, when I look at some of these teachers who, um, who I could say that are still here, um, and I could say definitely played the part in uh, molding who David Coker is. I could truly say they influenced me to be who I am or who I became. Um, when I look at some of the other type of people like a pastor or, 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 or even when we look at when we couldn't have been any more prouder when Barack Obama took, took that step and became the president of the United States. And he had a, a person alongside of him who stood next to him that we were proud to say was, uh, was a great first lady. Okay. And, um, and when we look at that and we see those two and then we look at what came in after that mm -hmm. and believe it or not, they well, were influenced. He, both of them were influences too. <clears throat> not necessarily for the right things. Okay. Like, you know, she, she, the, you know, his, his wife was a, a fastinista type influencer, but we know all the craziness that this guy, the, the, the last president we had did. Um, but when you look at it, it's, it's, it's a tough thing. Um, influencers nowadays, when we look at it and, and here again, I'm, I'm bringing it, I'm bringing it back full circle here again. Is it the white influences that seem to be influences the most? And they're the ones that's making all of the money. Because when you look at these, these top influences, of course, after they get to a certain amount of people following them, they get paid for this mm -hmm. because they get all these endorsements. They right. get everything. And, you know, I've read numbers that I read numbers as far as the followers earlier um, to the top 10. Now, those numbers go up every day. You yeah. know, so, you know, those are those numbers that I gave are not the same numbers that they are at this very moment. Right. You know, so so you think, you know, a lot of these guys are over 500 million followers. How does somebody get 
500 million people to follow them. So, you know, I mean, I <clears throat> I feel like it just kind of goes back in the day where, you know, the same type of things like um, sports figures, entertainers, people on TV, you know, they, their reach is just so wide. So kind of like, okay, a teacher, well, her reach is going to be the school, maybe a couple people live in the city. Mm-hmm. If you're a professional basketball player, yeah. you're reaching people across America, heavily diluted in your city, and people across the world. So, you know, like when I think of influencers, you know, or what it takes to be an influencer, one is they have to have mass appeal, you know, appeal that just, you know, stretches across, you know, multiple cities, states, you know, um, not all of them, but, you know, a lot of them have money because, you know, I think part of the appeal of an influencer is seeing somebody that you want to be like. And, you know, so somebody has the the best car. Oh, you know, I I like that person. Somebody has the best clothes. If somebody has the tightest girl, you know, like I I feel like those are all things that, you know, we see, we like, like Beyonce said, like, I see it. I want it. You know, like we see it and they give us an idea of what we want. And, you know, I think as far as, uh, you know, You know, it's kind of like part two, you know, influencers are kind of like walking billboards. So, you know, it's like, okay, if you have enough people, I'll put it, they're like their own TV channel. They have so many people following them. They put up whatever commercial it is, people flock to it. So, you know, I always think about, you know, Rihanna's makeup line selling out in minutes. Kendall Jenner, like they promote something. Like not only is it selling, like a lot of their stuff is like selling out quick. Like I know Beyonce's um, Ivy Park line mm-hmm. website crash. Like Dave, can, can you imagine us selling something and so many people going on it, the website crashing? Right, right. And 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 and, and think about it uh, in another way. You talk about Beyonce. Beyonce has the Beehive. Yeah. Right. A, a loyal and you can't look, look. You can't say anything bad about Beyonce mm-hmm. and throw shade at Beyonce because you're gonna have millions of people coming back at you. Yeah. Because that's how many people follow her, you know, and, and, and have her back, you know. Um, but I just feel that the the I just it's, this seems to me that the people who are making the most money though are people that don't look like us. Well, you you know, one thing we talked about last week for anyone who listened to our last show, I think it was yeah, episode right. number three or four, yeah. but we talked about how the social media platforms are set you up. You know, they they're kind of pushing. Well, hold on, if we even go a little bit farther. The people who uh, are the founders and CEOs of these platforms mm-hmm. are not African American. No, no. A majority of the tech workers for these platforms are not African American. No. So we probably shouldn't be surprised that the people who are getting pushed to the forefront are not African American. And, you know, um, there was something on TikTok, I'm sure Instagram, but um, TikTok creators who are creating dances yeah. were saying that, okay, they're the creators of these dances. Right. But, you know, some non-black people are taking them and Joe they're Joe Siwa. Yeah. Jojo you know, Siwa is one of she, She's made a great, she's unbelievable how many followers this young girl has. And she's one of these people that are taking these dances that are being created by blacks. There's a, when I go on TikTok, there's a, there's a couple of guys that always see dancing all the time. I've seen some of their dances recreated and, and I say, how you know when you go on and you start doing these dances are you you know 
you have to say to yourself, if this thing hits, how do I protect myself? How 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 do I make any money from this? Okay, um, you know it's 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 crazy when you look at this, um, and and you see all the celebrities that have gotten on to like TikTok and some of these other the other <coughs> things. Like I I see a lot of videos from Will, Will Smith on there. Yeah. Will said when he first I remember reading an article when he first got on TikTok he said he didn't want to do it. You know, and he said, but his his family made him do it. Mm-hmm. And then he said he got hooked. Yeah. And he, and some of the stuff he does on there is crazy. You know, it's yeah. funny. Well, you know, I'm, I almost feel like it, it, it's an attention type thing yeah. too. So yeah. you know, like you're always gonna be in somebody's yeah. mind. So like I, I remember even when he got on Instagram, he was up to like 50 million. Well, maybe not 50 million, but I mean, he reached a million followers probably in like an hour. Well, that's what happened. You heard what happened with Jay Z. Jay Z yeah. went yeah. on there yeah, and, thing, and then right? he shut it down real yeah. quick. And he already had over a million followers yeah, in, yeah, in 20 like minutes. I think it was 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, I mean, like I, I, I followed him. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then mean, he, yeah. I mean, he didn't even have a post up. Now, one thing I was thinking when we speak about these influencers, how many of these influencers are, are darker in color? So, you know, like, you know, a lot of the ones we're thinking about, Beyonce, Rihanna, like these are all fair, the, the lighter, the lighter shades. Yeah. You know, like, I, I wonder who is that first darker skin influencer? It's so funny that you said that because I was watch, I, I was on Facebook yesterday. Somebody had posted a picture of, uh, I think I've seen this picture before, of some of Hollywood's top black actresses. And, and they posted their ages because they all were 50 and older. Um, like Taraji P. Hansen, uh, Angela Bassett, um, who else was in the picture? Um, Lynn Whitfield, who was 68. I think she was the oldest one. Um, um, who else was in that picture? Um, there's about five or six of them. Oh, Holly Berry was in the picture, of course, you know. And I'm looking at all these pictures. And all these women were the same shade, just about, or lighter, and so forth and so forth. You know who I didn't see in the picture, who I thought should have been in there? Who? Um, what you call him? Um, Viola Davis. Because mm-hmm. she she is one of those type of actresses that should have been sitting there, but she wasn't in that picture. Why? Because she's a dark skinned female, yeah. you know, and she would have threw, threw that picture off because there was no dark skinned females in that picture. Yeah. You know? So I mean, you know, I, I definitely think of that. Um, Andre three thousand had a quote saying, "Darker darker people across cultures suffer more." Oh yeah. And I mean, you know, I mean, and we we know that to be true. So like even um. Indians, like, you know, of course, in India, they have the caste system and darker Indians, you know, are treated differently, are usually poor. We know Asians, you know, Asians are going to whip on the suntan, I mean, the sunscreen. And, you know, unfortunately, here in America, I mean, we speak about colorism and um, I mean, I'm, I'm a little bit lighter skinned, but, you know, like, I mean, I've. I've I, you know, I think that's just something we all know about. Well, we all when, hear about. when you think about it, though, um, and we look at that, when we look at that whole thing, um, it, it, it definitely has legs. It definitely means something. It definitely means that we have, uh, we do have a, a issue. And like I said, the theme of our show, if you guys have been listening and if you have any comments, feel free to put it in, in the chat and, and let us know what your thoughts are on this. Um, you're listening to uh, News and Trends with Dave and Lynn. 
Um, you just want to make sure that you pay attention to all that's going on around you. When you look at the people, you know, uh, even when our president, uh, forever president, um, was put in the office, they said that they were careful to pick a person of a certain skin color to be our first black president. Because if he was too dark, he probably wouldn't have never right. got in been there. Threatening. Yeah, it would, you know, you wouldn't have never got that particular person in there. So when you look at these things and you look at who 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 the influences are um, based on the colors of their skin and so forth, it really makes you think when you look at all that is fair and all that is equal when it comes to these type of things. Is it fair? I don't think it's fair. Personally, I don't I don't think that the people making all the money are people that are of the lighter mm-hmm. persuasion or the whiter <clears throat> persuasion. Right. Um but it is the world we live in right now. Um you know it's 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 really a shame and I would think that we everybody should have the same um chance to be able to make the monies and to do the things that are necessary out there to be able to to, to make a living and to be able to put themselves out like that. But unfortunately, it's not like it's not mm-hmm. like that. And here we are. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think if, if we don't know anything, I think we know life is not fair. And That's what true. what what you get is not always what you deserve. And what you deserve is not always what you get. Yeah, it's 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 ugly. It's, it really is. And like like I said, you know, in taking a look, uh, you know, when we talked about the things that we were going to talk about today, you know, as you can see, everything that we talked about kind of tied together. It wasn't done by necessarily by design, but it's it's all it's all right there. It's 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 the world we live in. We're being influenced by people that. We don't know necessarily why we're following these people. Mm-hmm. You know, if a person says buy this because it looks good on me, don't mean it's going to look good on you. Yeah. You know, and you're spending that money to buy that because this person is telling you. And when I read those two definitions, it is it's telling you in the definitions that this person is a salesperson. Yeah. No, I I, I definitely, you know, I, I think it's kind of like, okay, if Beyonce is on TV, Advertising perfume. What's the difference between her being on TV advertising perfume and advertising on her Instagram? Right. Same thing. Right. And the the only difference is she's probably cutting out the middleman and getting a fatter check. Well. And, and doing it more on her terms. But why do you think the home shopping network and, and and QVC are so popular, especially when they have the people if they have a line, a product line done by a celebrity and that celebrity comes on to sell that product that's when they sell the most of those things mm-hmm. yeah. that they're advertising because the celebrity is on there saying buy my stuff right okay or if they put their name attach their name to it it's going to sell yeah you know i mean we're we're <clears throat> all of our lives we talked about buying you know it's all about the name brands right yeah you know, you ain't never lie. It's all about the name brands. You come in, you come to school with some bobo type stuff on. Everybody's gonna laugh at you. Say, what is that you got on? You know, you gotta come in. You know, you say to your parents, I can't wear that to school. <laughs> you know, come on, you gotta do. I can't wear this. You know, it had to have some kind of tag on it or a name on it. You know, and so, but this is where we are. So, but um, 
I wanted to say you guys have been listening to News and Trends with Dave and Len. We want to thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, we are wrapping up the show. We want to say we hope that we said something that um, will hold some weight and give you some chance, give you a chance to think about it and everything. Um, we didn't want to try to get into making this a, you know, we didn't want to sound like we were hating on anything or whatever the case may be, but we we just want to make sure that people are woke, you know, and paying attention to the stuff that's going mm-hmm. on out there. Yep. And, uh, you know, just closing out, you know, um, we recognize there are a lot of things going on around us. You know, make sure you're asking questions. Make sure you're doing your research. A no is not a no. Um, I'm sorry, a no doesn't have to be a no. 